Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. This podcast is sponsored by Brick Johnson Coaching. Hey, I have some exciting news for all of my high-achieving women out there. That's right. I get the emails and DMs from you guys saying you wish you were my target market. I understand. We need great allies too. And we need allies with well-managed minds. Well, I've listened. So this offer is for you too, because it's a one-on-one offer. So if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, you're a woman of color or not, or an ally. If you're tired of feeling like you can't do more, I'm here to help. My one-on-one six-month coaching program is designed specifically for you. Together, we will work on strategies to help you manage your stress and help you achieve your goals. Because women quitting on their dreams is just not an option. And this is what my six-month program can do for you. Instead of time management, we will uncover why you manage your time the way you are so that you can prioritize self-care, giving you more time to do the things you love. Are you struggling with imposter syndrome? Are you anxious with a chaotic mind? I get it. We target the root causes of imposter syndrome helping you gain the confidence and self-assurance to pursue your goals and succeed in your career and your personal life? Do you struggle with communication issues, difficulty expressing yourself effectively or asserting your needs professionally or personally? You'll learn to cultivate a positive relationship with yourself. We'll work on the why this issue is for you, why this is happening, helping you resolve the inner conflict so that you can easily take care of the external conflict with others. When it comes to communicating your needs, you don't need another communication class on how to resolve clients' issues. Once you uncover your hidden conditioning, you will have the skills to build stronger, more productive relationship with colleagues, clients, and ultimately leading to greater success and growth in your business and personal life. Listen, if you're a high-level woman ready to cultivate more meaningful and fulfilling relationships, both with yourself and others, and you take your business and professional growth seriously and you want to take it to the next level, you and your relationship with you and your brain is your greatest asset. My coaching program is perfect for you. You don't have to continue putting others first and neglecting your own needs and desires in the process. Because remember, you are your greatest asset. Let's work together to create a life that you enjoy of connection and success. If this interests you, reach out, book a breakthrough call at brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Again, brigjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Look forward to talking to you. Hey guys, 
episode 149. Welcome to the podcast. This is Breakthrough with Brig, and I'm your host, Brig Johnson. I like to call myself a former tsunami mommy, which is what my daughter, youngest daughter, used to call me, tsunami mommy. That's how I could shake some shit up in the household. I'm a reformed tsunami mommy. Now I'm known as little mama. I love that term so much more. Reformed control freak, reformed stressed out person, all of it. And I'm a life coach and mindset coach. And we talk about all things female, all things high achieving, all things black, and all things epic. So did you guys listen to last week's episode where we talked about removing the stigma of our neediness? How like it is a total diss if someone were to call me needy. Like I would rather you call me a bitch than needy. And so what I want to talk about today is a part of neediness that we don't necessarily talk about. And this one's going to sound a little different, but I want to talk about some real shit. I want us to dive into what's weighing on our hearts. Because you know what? Sometimes our need is to grieve. I know. You heard that right. Grieve. Now, I'm not talking about just mourning the loss of someone or something. No, we're going to go much deeper than that today. Let's give a definition first. Grieving by its essence is a natural response to loss. It's that heavy achy feeling we experience when we lose someone, something that's important to us. Here's a mind-boggling stat for you. A study shows that many of us, especially high achievers, try to rush through that grief process. Y'all not surprised, are you? We're trying to cut it short. We're trying to fast track our emotions. But why? Grieving is important. It is a human need. It's a need, queen. And remember, we're reducing and getting rid of the stigma of neediness as a bad thing. We're embracing it. And so we're going to embrace our need to grieve. Now, I want to talk about two different types of grief. You won't find this in any book. I came up with this all on my own, but I've been thinking about like how we don't allow ourselves to grieve. And so I want to talk about involuntary grief, the shit that happens, deaths, breakups, job losses, you name it. One of the things that I've realized about grieving is it can be some of the simplest things like My son's journey, when he moved to fucking England, England, y'all, like that's never in my plan. I mean, like, yeah, you can move to Seattle, you can move to Washington, you can move to some of the surrounding states, 
actually, I thought maybe like just to the other side of Dallas was enough. But no, his ass moved to England. It just wasn't how I pictured our relationship to be, right? Like my son was the guy like, you know, the daughters, if you have daughters, you know how they are. Like I could be tired. I can be broke down. I can be whatever. And they would come in, see me and go, what's for dinner? Where's this? Where's that? But my son could take one look at me and go, mom, you look tired. How about we order or how about I go get something, right? Like he took care of me. He was the first. Now my daughters are really good about it now, but he had that presence of mind to like look at me as something other than chief bottle wash, cook, transportation, limo driver, and a banker, right? Like he saw my humanness first. And so- there was a loss when he couldn't just stop by and like ask some of them questions that he would ask that get underneath my nerves, but yet he was there or by him being there also, like I miss my granddaughters, his daughter's growth, right? Like I'm not there seeing every little thing or seeing her at least once a month. Like it has to be a planned trip. And don't get me wrong, I do. I go spend time and plan it. But there was a grief of that relationship as it changed the way it used to be into something else. It's a damn loss. And it might not have been as intense as when I lost my father, but it's a loss nonetheless, right? I wanted to use that one because I want you to ask yourself, what's hit you out of nowhere that's got you feeling some kind of way? Like that business deal that went sideways? That's grief, sis, queen. It's a big deal. We're not dismissing our feelings. We're here to own and honor them. We may like try to coach ourselves out of it quickly, right? Like it's just a business deal. I shouldn't be this upset about it. Yes, you should be. I didn't make my goal. It's not that big of a deal. I shouldn't be this upset about it. Yes, you should be. We get to experience disappointment, loss. We get to be that way, okay? Grief ain't about always sobbing into your pillow, right? And like sitting up and like rocking in a dark room. Believe you me, I've had those moments, right? That's okay too. But it's about feeling and letting yourself feel the loss, whatever it is, right? I want you to ask yourself, What losses have I experienced that I am not allowing myself to experience the fullness I'm discounting or I'm setting what I call compassion timers? You know, that kitchen that you just set it for like 10 minutes and it just click, 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 click. Like there's a compassion timer on how long I am allowed to grieve this. Shit happens involuntarily that we don't have any control over, the job loss, whatever, and we get to grieve it. We get to grieve the changing of forms of relationships, 
like my relationship with my father. I am a daddy's girl through and through. That relationship has changed formed. It's no longer the way it used to be. I won't say I don't have a relationship with him because I still talk to him, right? But it's not the same. And there is a loss that happens, right? And we get to grieve that. But I want to talk about another kind of grief because grief is kind of nuanced. And sometimes, remember, the definition of grief is by its essence is a natural response to loss. It's that heavy, icky feeling we experience when we lose someone or something that's important to us, right? But sometimes that grief is voluntary. It means sometimes we choose to change. We step it up. And guess what? Even if we were the ones that hit that go button that said it's time for a change or I want to do this thing, we get to still feel the loss, the loss of who we used to be, especially in certain relationships, how we used to see the world. And even though we don't see the world anymore like that, we get to grieve the loss of who we used to be. I see this a lot with some of my clients as they get higher up in their income level, in their business level, like there is a sense of loss. And I always give them an assignment to grieve that loss. What a part, what about that are you missing? It's okay to label it. It's okay to say, this is the part that I miss, right? It's okay to say, these are the relationships that I miss even though it was our decision to change, even though it's what I call, I did it, but damn, it feels hurt. It still hurts, right? Yes, I did it. And damn, it hurts, right? It's like a both and. And sometimes we deny ourselves or don't give ourselves permission to grieve when we were the one who initiated the change. No, growing, evolving, it's exciting, but it's scary as hell. And you might find yourself missing that old you or that comfort of past relationships. It's like looking in a mirror and not recognizing the face staring back at you. Even if you were the one that made the change, you've got every damn right to grieve this to Queens. This is some of the most important work I do with my clients as they go through their own metamorphosis to CEO, CFO, to those top levels is the grieving of who they used to be and the grieving of the relationships that are no longer the same. Some relationships go with you, but some don't. Even if you made the change, you get to grieve. And get this, the research says that our brains often struggle with self-initiated changes just as much as the unexpected ones. 
So for you to go like you asked for this and now you grieving it, that's unfair for you to do that for yourself. We get to grieve it. The research shows that our brain struggles with it, even if it was our choice, just as much as the self-initiated changes as the unexpected ones. The ones where we decided to leave the job or the job decided for us, it was time for us to go. The change in our brain is still the same. It's human nature. Ask yourself, are you feeling lost in your own success story? Oh my God, right? Are you feeling lost in your own success story? Feeling guilty about outgrowing some folks? Or are you second guessing those decisions that have propelled you forward because there are some casualties of our decisions? Folks don't like it when we change. Relationships change. Discomfort happens. And if we think we don't get to grieve it or be sad about it because other peoples are mad about it, then we're doing ourselves a disservice. Have you noticed that I'm saying that a lot on this thing about not recognizing our neediness? Whenever we don't recognize that we have needs, we are doing ourselves a disservice. Queen, there's a loss hiding in there when you're lost in your own success story when you're feeling guilty about outgrowing some folks or you're second guessing your decisions, there's some grieving in that. There's a loss hiding in there. I want to employ you to recognize that, honor it. And if you want to do that work, that's the work that we would do in the one-on-one container. There's no reason for you to feel lost in your own fucking success story. You should feel very stable in it. And if you're not, if you're stressed out, if it's like unfamiliar and you're spending so much time second guessing yourself, feeling guilty about where you are and outgrowing and the fact that you chose it, maybe you should have been happy with where you are. Why are you doing this? Look at you getting too big for your britches. If this is the work that's taking up a lot of space in your brain, Let's talk about it. Let's unpack this. Let's get very clear on your success story and let's design a grief plan for you for this to honor it. Let's keep it real. Life is a journey and it's mixed with tears, joy, growth, and pain. May says it better, right? The best joy and pain. Like sunshine and rain. Yes. Embrace the fullness of this human experience, queens. It's okay to grieve whether you didn't see it coming or you had a hand in the change. Your feelings are valid. Your feelings, your needs are valid to growth, even when it's painful even when it's our choice, even when it means that our relationship changes, Cheers to recognizing our damn humanity. Until next time, y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. 
Hey guys. Okay, speaking of neediness, I'm still on my thing to getting more reviews for the podcast. If this podcast is touching you, helping you, if you're sharing it with other people, because I know you guys are, because I hear it, write a review, like send us a review, send it to me, send it to Apple. I want to talk about a review I recently got. Char22, five star. She says, all brown girls listen honey (laughs) i love it she capitalized it and bolded it the perspective that brig johnson gives to black women helps to clarify why we function in the world the way we do i personally am so thankful that she is sharing her work with this world she is a true light that has done the work and is transparent in the fact that she is still doing the work yes Shar 22, I am still doing the work. (laughs) She goes on to say, she helps brown girls see that we are magic. We just need to unlearn some things and get control of our brains in order to reach that next level. Thank you, Brick, for the work you do. Brown girls, you need this podcast in your life. The end. Thank me later. I love that. Thank you so much, Shar 22. And if you have some kind words or just words to say about the podcast, please offer us a review. And until next time, guys, don't forget, reach out, brig at brigjohnson.com, questions, coaching, and reach out and follow me on Instagram, Johnson Brig. All right. Talk at you guys later. Recognizing your need is human. (laughs) 